Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Under the A Umbrella podcast, hosted by WeWe Media Group. We're the first network based in Asia to bring you all the insider news on everything affiliate related. Wherever you are in podcast land, we hope this podcast brings value to you and your business, no matter what vertical you're running. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and fellow affiliates, because the more we share, the more value we can bring to the industry. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Everything Under the A Umbrella, brought to you by WeWe Media. And we have a really special guest today. Uh, for all you affiliates out there, I'm sure you know who he is. Uh, it's no other than Oliver Kenyon from the landing page, guys. Uh, Oliver, thanks for joining in uh, with us today. And do you mind giving our listeners a brief introduction about yourself? Yeah, sure. No, thank you very much for the um, intro. So, uh, yeah, for, for the kind of um, last, I would say, five to ten years I've been in the online space. Um, I originally started as a, as a chef. I was a full-time chef um, and kind of stumbled on the online space um, through, actually, funny enough, through the kind of uh, hip-hop world. So I used to love rap music, hip-hop music, and it was the days of like, do you remember like 8 Mile and the Eminem rap battle kind of stuff? Of course, um, you just performed yeah, at the so I kind of got the, the hip-hop and rap forum. And one day I kind of thought to myself, do you know what? I'm going to create my own forum. I was probably about 15, 16, um, and that was the kind of first, uh, you know, sort of entrepreneurial bug I kind of caught. And um, started my own forum based around hip hop and rap, and it was funny. Like, I don't know where kind of the majority of your users are or listeners are, are from, but I'm sure you've heard of like Dragons Den and Shark Tank, and basically these shows whereby people come in with an idea and they pitch for investment. And um, I was a big fan of Dragons Den back in the day, the UK show. And uh, I, I remember like I sat my um, grandfather and my my father down in our um, home uh, here in the UK, and I pitched them. Um, the idea of this forum because I didn't have any money. I was a chef, um, but I was still at school. Mm -hmm. And I pitched them the idea of building this forum. And I said, um, you know, if I think it was about 140 quid, so let's say like $200. I said, if you give me $200, I'll give you 40% of my, uh, my company. And luckily they said yes. And they gave me the money to, to build my first ever forum. And it's funny, you know, I'm 32 years old. That was when I was 15. And my dad mm -hmm. still reminds me that he has 40% of my company. But um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true. So, uh, so yeah, like a typical kind of journey, um, you know, in different ventures online, fail, fail, fail. And then one day I kind of one-on-one -on -one, and that was basically when I met someone in Wales from, uh, one of these hip hop forums on my actual forum and stumbled across CPA marketing. Um, so I found, uh, kind of cost action marketing and affiliate marketing. Um, and you know, again, typical journey, you know, I didn't make any money to start with, but slowly started to earn some money and fell into the CPA space. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I started a CPA marketing forum. So I, I created a forum for people to talk about um, cost per action marketing. What year was this? This was a good question. Um, I would say it was probably around about seven or eight years ago now. So uh, I would have been about 21, 22, maybe a bit older. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, yeah, I would say probably about seven, eight years ago. And yeah, I, I kind of founded this forum for everyone to basically discuss um, CPA marketing and uh, affiliate marketing in a little private community. It was only meant to be for like me and my friends. Um, but uh, luckily, it kind of hit off. And, and all of a sudden, we had all these people asking if they could join the forum, join the community. Um, I even had like someone approach me to put an advertising banner on the forum. And I was like, what? I didn't even know I could make money out of this. This is crazy. You know, I was still chefing full time. Um, and yeah, yeah, like fast forward to uh, you know, now it's now the largest affiliate community online. Um, we actually sold the company a couple of years ago. 
and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. Do you say that being a chef has somewhat prepared you for what you've uh, kind of ventured into? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it definitely uh, kind of, there's definitely, there's definitely things that kind of you take from being a chef that uh, will, will kind of definitely set you up for, for the future. One, one first and foremost is, um, is kind of, um, as a chef, you work like crazy hours ridiculous so hours you work long uh, Actually, kind of hard hours maybe your your busiest yeah. day as a chef would be tomorrow uh, at valentine's day uh you kind of, you're probably working yeah, go on. very long hours on valentine so yeah you're you're absolutely right like um things like valentine's but even like just any kind of night or weekend you would often sort of do split shifts so you would start at like eight o'clock in the morning you'd work through to like sort of three o'clock and then you start again at like five and then you'd be in till sort of close so one thing that I definitely picked up from chefing is kind of um, working hard and, and hard work counts. Um, obviously, now it's more about working smart rather than kind of long and hard hours. But, you know, that kind of um, grit and determination definitely came from from chefing. The other thing I, I've really learned from being a chef is, is uh, you may have heard of like the five P's. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always used to go in preparation prevents poor performance. So we always used to work to lists. So every time, every, every morning when you go into the kitchen, you look at um, what you've done the day before, what you've sold, what's yeah. sold out. And you, you think of what I need to make for the, for the day for the service coming up for lunch. And you make that list. Mm-hmm. And then all, that, all morning, you work towards ticking off those items on the list. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that I've really taken from chefing is like my day to day now is, is working to a list. Like I, I work to list like every single day. I get in in the morning or at the end of the night and I write that list down. And then I attack that list. So that's another thing I've definitely taken from that. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like uh, whatever your journey is before always kind of prepares you for what you're doing now. And even if it, there is no direct correlation, uh, definitely you, it kind of built your character and prepared you for, for what you did now. So um, what, I, what I kind of 100%. See, what, what I kind of looked at when I was on OliverKenyon.com is that you are uh, very fond of forums. Um, you have like talk, uh, the resin forum, you have the, the pet yes. forum. Um, what made you feel that, okay, yeah. after the first forum, the rap forum, I'm going to start creating many forums. Is it, was the money that good that I'm going to be the forum guy or it was just easy and scalable or you just like building communities and, and you like being very social? Yeah, great question. I mean, obviously, the first thing to mention, our, our kind of core business now, our main focus is um, landing page guys, which, you know, we'll probably come on to. But yeah. it's, a, it's a great question because I have always been involved in communities and forums. And it's, it's, it's more of like a passion and a kind of hobby thing for me. Um, but obviously, if the money comes, then that's if the money follows, that's a great thing. You know, we're all ultimately in this for money but i'd love to create kind of hip-hop forums um i had a a a kind of internet marketing development forum as well and um i've just kind of moved i also had a a site called manlystuff.com which was like a a male orientated forum that talked about cars and babes and Mm -hmm. football and that kind of stuff so i've just always loved the idea of communities it's always what i knew so i kind of what i did is is typically like like anyone does like they, they learned from their mistakes on their first forum i then corrected them on my second forum and it got a bit better then my third forum got a bit better and like everyone always sees the overnight success stories like you know selling affiliate fix for seven figures but what they don't see <laughs> is the 10 forums that came before affiliate fix right exactly, exactly. So exactly it, it's always something i love doing you know even now with landing page guys one of my kind of huge um passions and things that i love to do is head up our online community so we have something called the landing page lab which is a, a facebook group but it's, it's effectively it's a forum right that's what facebook groups are it's, it's an open 
um, place for people to discuss landing page tips and optimization. And I, I love growing that. So it's just something that I've always really, really enjoyed being um, almost that kind of KPI in a, in, a, in a community and growing a useful and friendly resource which people can get great tips. And the other great thing about forums and groups are it's user-generated content. So, yeah. you know, you, don't, you, you have to put out content, you have to be consistent, but also when it clicks, it clicks, and then all your content becomes user-generated content, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I really appreciate it because even I was on affiliatefix.com uh, when I was learning about affiliate marketing. And I yeah. guess iron sharp, sharpens iron is the saying, right? So people learn off each other, people feed off each other. And another thing is when people are struggling, um, you know, this forum kind of relates uh, kind of is a place where people can go to where they're going through the same things when struggling affiliates right. can't get campaigns to work. They're not alone. And these yes. forms provide that, that platform for it. So I, I, I think that was like, I think that was kind of why affiliate fix and is why it was so successful is because there was other forums, you know, you had like the kind of digital point, the yeah. wicked fires back there, the warrior forums, and they mm-hmm. were great. But like we always went in because we were never, we went to start with, we were never um, about making money. I didn't even know I could make money from forums to start with, but we us us our, our kind of um, slogan and tagline was and still is um, the user, the most friendly and activist, uh, most active affiliate forum online because mm-hmm. we led with that friendly side. You know, on a lot of other forums, you would get kind of bashed for asking simple questions or you'd get yeah, this taken yeah. out of you or, you know, like people would be very scared of sharing anything. And we kind of flipped that on its head and said, now nah, let's all kind of learn together and all earn money and, and kind of take it to a new level. And that's kind of why I think the success in Affiliate Fix was so much. Okay. And how did that uh, kind of, or how did you come up with the landing page guys? Like where did sure. that come into play in your career? So as you kind of mentioned, um, John, you, you, you've been on my site and you can see that like, I'm not someone who, who uh, you know, I, I like to have, now I'm, I'm kind of street streamlined it right back because you know we're focusing on a, a real kind of business we have real staff and overheads and office space and everything with landing page guys but before landing page guys um started I, I i used to work i used to have to have like loads of different projects i love working on different projects at the same time even now like yes my main focus is landing page guys that's what i do day in day out but i do have like a side project called internet marketing deals because that fulfills my need to be kind of like working on something new all the time yeah, because yeah. I, I, I thrive off of that. And we even I, encourage our staff to do that. I commend you for that because um, I'm kind of balancing two things with, um, with this, with WeWe Media and also trying to start my, my startup that I showed you uh, earlier. Yes, on, it's, on it's yeah, it looks amazing, so, yeah. Uh, what I wanted to say was like, how do you balance all this? Uh, like, how do you get to, you know, run all these different companies successfully yeah. at once? Yeah, so, so the first thing to, to mention is that it's not all been successful. Like we said, you know, everyone only sees the success stories. Like I've had plenty, like lots of failed projects. Um, and, and you kind of asked originally how I got to landing page, guys. It was, I had all these projects and I've been always very keen on brand and design. And I like my websites and projects to look and feel good. Um, and it just got to a state where obviously Affiliate Fix was getting popular. You know, we, we're now at 100,000 plus members, but we had, you know, say, 20, 30,000 people and hundreds of people were joining each week and they were seeing Affiliate Fix and how kind of good it looked and how professional it looked and they would contact me and say, who's, who's your designer? How can we use your designer? Um, and, and kind of 
being that kind of entrepreneurial side of things, I thought, right, well, I'm not just going to intro you. I'm going to maybe arbitrage this. So yeah, I yeah. started kind of saying to people, you know, like you, you would approach me and say, I love the look of affiliate fix. How can I use your design? I would say, okay, well, it's going to cost you X amount for a website. Uh, I would then white label effectively my designer and make yes. a, a cut on the, on the commission. Now, yeah. my co-founder still to today, Andy, he uh, found me through affiliate fix because funny enough, we only live like 30 minute drive from each other but we never met each other before Affiliate Fix. And on Affiliate Fix, um, there's like a, a location setting that says where you're from. And uh -huh. he saw that I was from a similar town. So he hit me up and said, you know, let's meet for a coffee. So we met for a coffee. Um, and we've kind of been business partners ever since. So I bought him on uh, very, very early. We kind of scrapped what we were working on and, and thought, let's start this new company, landing page, guys. Let's niche down because um, I'm sure you're probably familiar with uh, Tim Bird. Um, oh, yeah. So Tim was our first ever customer and still utilizes. <laughs> That's not a bad customer at all, man. I know. Yeah. He's now, um, he's now kind of a, a very good friend of ours and you know, he still uses us every single month now for him and his clients pages, but he was our first ever customer and he offered us kind of, um, good money to utilize our designer. And I brought Andy on to kind of manage his account. And it, it soon, um, soon transpired that Andy wasn't going to work for me. He was going to work with me and we were yeah. better, far better off as partners. Um, so that's kind of how landing page guys started. You know, it's just literally people asking me, who does your design work? Um, mm -hmm. I don't think anyone wakes up at the age of 15 and says, I want to be a, a landing page designer or I want to create yeah. a landing page design company. It's very niche, but um, that's what we're now focused on. And we're trying to uh, educate and, and change the kind of space for, for conversion rate optimization. So um, but flipping back, sorry, just to answer your, your second question about, um, you know, how I focus on two things at once or, you know, split my time. Yeah. Um, I'll be brutally honest with you. That was a mistake that I've made for years. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, selling Affiliate Fix a couple of years ago, for anyone who's listening who sold a company or you know, thinking of selling a company, when you sell a company, you almost you don't think you're invincible, but you think you kind of instantly think, think you anything, I now, yeah. Yeah, anything, anything I now work on is going to be a success, right? So, and also opportunities come up a lot more. So I started yeah. having like friends, colleagues, people I knew. Your, your network changes and then there's a yeah, lot more exactly. opportunity. Everything looks like a shiny object. Right. So everyone contact and everyone sees you as a shiny object because you've yeah. just had success. So mm -hmm. I had all these people contact me saying, yeah, we can do this. Oh, let's do this. And I made the mistake of probably launching three or four businesses within the space of six months. Like a lot of people said, why didn't you go on holiday for a year? Why didn't you retire for a couple of years? And I was like, no, because that's not me. I, I need to work. I enjoy working. I love building businesses. So I kind of went the opposite and, and started up all these different ventures. And none of them are still going, you know, to be fully transparent. That's what I you know, keep saying. Everyone sees the overnight success, but they don't see the yeah. times. But none, none of them are still going because I spread myself too thin. Yeah. Um, the only one that's still going is, is landing page, guys. Um, and, and, and if the second I kind of sat down with myself about a year and a half ago and thought and said to myself, I'm going to drop all these other businesses and just focus on landing page guys, is the second that landing page guys like 4x overnight. Um, so I, I can, I can like relate with you, um, mm -hmm. that you're kind of juggling these two projects, three projects, whatever. Yeah. But all I would say is, uh, definitely focus on one. I mean, yeah. what I do now is I have what I call my passion project. So I have landing page guys. That's my day to day. Uh, you know, until my landing page guys to do list is done, I don't work on my passion project, but like mm -hmm. weekends in, in the evening when I'm relaxing, um, and I'm obviously in a position now where, I can employ staff to, to run those side projects as well. But 
that's that's my I need that if, if yeah. I don't have my side or my passion project I'm not as effective as I am in my day-to-day -day business yeah. on landing page yeah. guys because I get my like little kick and stuff out of running that sort of side project so yeah. I still do that and I do have a side project but I make I make sure that it's landing page guys first Mm -hmm. And then when I have, it's almost like a hobby, you know, like some people yeah. go and play football, some people cook, like I do those things as well, but it's my little hobby that in my spare time, I, I run that side project. And it, it gives you a break. And sometimes when you have your head down grinding all the time, you don't have that time where you can kind of step back and evaluate. And sometimes when you do get to step back, that's when ideas come, come to you uh, when you're not exactly. really thinking about it. So yeah, yeah I can, exactly. I can totally relate to that. So, um, I mean, we touched on it a bit, but uh, let's talk a little bit more in detail about your, your baby, the, the, the landing page guys, uh, what so, you're focused on. Um, for all the listeners who don't know what landing pages guys is, can you give them a, a quick 30-second pitch of what landing page guys does for affiliates and for brands? Absolutely. So the, the snapshot is our, our mission is to skyrocket your conversion rates. So what we do is um, it doesn't matter if you're doing lead gen, e-com, um, click to call it really doesn't matter uh, as long as you have an online presence or if you want to come online uh, and you're doing paid media we will get more out of your campaigns by optimizing and building you better landing pages and funnels so we've been doing this now for seven years um, mm -hmm. we took a, a big pivot in the, the company probably about 16 months 18 months ago now um, and we are now, uh, you know, streamlining our processes, building a bigger team, building up a core team here in the UK. And we currently do between like 50 and 100 projects per month um, mm -hmm. that basically focus on that CRO, that conversion rate optimization. It, you know, it's very cliche, but we always say like any web, there's millions of design agencies out there, web design agencies, and any web design agency can make your website look pretty. What mm -hmm. we do is we make, we make it convert. So our, one of yeah. our strap lines is that, uh, uh, web design is a art form, whereas landing page design is a science. And there's a science behind yeah. what goes on your pages and why. And that's what we're experts in. And, and I kind of can attest to that. I mean, um, what was funny about it, or what's coincidental about it, is that during AWE, um, yes. you spoke. And yes. We actually had our booth right in front of the stage. Yeah, I, I remember you guys waving at me. It's so nice. I, it's like my fangirls waving yeah, away. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, like, you know, I get to take in all this content while, you know, I'm just standing at the booth like working. So from that, from that, um, from your um, speech at that time, you gave 10 tips. And I thought that they were super valuable because at that time I was, I was still working on my project. Like, man, this is, it's like, oh, thank you falling in my lap like I think one of the things that you um that resonated me with me was benefits over features when you talk about yes. how is how is it going to make my life better rather than trying I, to I, I love I love that um snapshot in in the in that talk I think that's yeah. really really the visual and, was really and as well as um keep it simple stupid was very something that you hear a lot but when you say like you know don't have anything that links out other ways yes. keep the funnel going and another one was um page speed is life and compressed yes. images and you know we especially on mobile and having that the sticky mobile uh cta button was CTA. also something yeah. that resonated with me so just Amazing. before even meeting you you know i was like oh this is going to be good because i actually took notes during that one and then now oh, I, when uh, doris came up to me and said oh you're going to interview oliver next i was like oh this is <laughs> money so i really i really feel that you know that the, the some people like to talk the talk, but not a lot of people are able to back it up with all the, the information that you and the knowledge that you're you're dropping during that time. So, um, is Thank it? You. I really appreciate that. 
Uh, is landing page guys, um, is it more catered to affiliates or more your clientele like brands uh, and products? Sure. So no, um, yes, um, thank you. I really appreciate the, the kind of feedback on the, on the um, talk and stuff. And you know, I'd love to share any tips um, that you want me to go into detail on this. But as far as uh, what we focus on, um, we, we work with everyone. So, you know, of course, there's, there's a budget question, you know, do you have budget to uh, optimize and build these kind of funnels and landing pages? Um, but if you do, then we will work with, you know, your kind of average everyday affiliate up into your sort of Fortune 500. You know, we've worked with Unilever, SlimFast, Bodybuilding.com, um, Rob Lowe, you know, to mention a few. Um, so it, it just depends um, is on what you, you need and you want. But what we are seeing more and more of is people transitioning from that affiliate space to that kind of brand um, yeah. space. You know, the, the, the kind of days of, uh, you know, ripping people's pages and um, kind of getting limitless uh, Facebook campaigns and ad accounts up is, is kind of dying and, and kind of becoming mm -hmm. a lot harder. So, um, you know, even if it's a bit of advice, like I would say for your listeners, like, we are seeing more and more people become product owners, become advertisers, start okay. up that brand. Um, and that's kind of really, really uh, something that's happening a lot in the space. So let, let's use me for example. Okay. Sure. So um, I'm building a brand, obviously, um, for everyone knowing I'm building uh, a toothbrush speaker system. So yeah. I care about branding and I care about how my page looks. I do want it to look pretty, but at the same time, we need to perform. You know, so yes. would you suggest like, how would you suggest to set up the page? Would you just build funnels, um, like separate funnels when I run ads through yes. uh, Facebook and Instagram and I just run them down a one single sales funnel, but I'll still keep my branding page, you know, not so aggressive in terms of like uh, you said, emojis on buttons, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty absolutely. sure that converts, but I don't know if I want that on my main branding i understand so how um, do you the brand yeah no I, t I totally understand and there's there's a tasteful way of doing everything um yeah. i think you've kind of pretty much nailed it so what we advise is you 100 what need what's called like a continuity or like a, a brochure site so everyone yeah. needs that store with all your products on with your customer support with your faq page with your testimonials with, with your contact images like yeah. exactly like everyone needs that because you know, you're, you're hopefully going to get type in traffic. You're going to get organic traffic. You're also going to get people who've bought your product, pro, um, products through a funnel and they want to come back because they want to buy more or they want to contact your support. Um, mm -hmm. So everyone needs that store. Now, yeah. it's not saying that that store can't be optimized. It can be fully conversion rate optimized and you can do the best you can with that. For example, like making sure it loads super quickly, making its page speed optimized. You can have emojis on buttons. Uh, you can keep it simple, stupid within some... Uh, kind of restraints you can put sticky CTAs on mobile um, so you can still do all these things but when you you need that but when it comes to paid media so when it comes to driving paid clicks whether that's a, a, a JV you've done with a, someone with an email list yeah. whether it's a Facebook campaign yeah. um, whether it's it doesn't really uh, matter it's when, it, when every click counts, you need to send them to these optimized funnels. Now, how do we do that? We fully recommend that you split it by product. Mm -hmm. So you take your best-selling product and you put that on the front end. Now, we're not saying you can't sell other products to these people. But the, the problem is when you send traffic to a store, you're giving them multiple options. And what yeah. happens when people have multiple options is they don't pick one. Mm -hmm. So we need to, again, keep it simple, stupid, remove all distractions and send them down a one product funnel. So how does that look? So we have a landing page. 
-hmm. and that's selling for example your core product your your main product uh is is being sold on that landing page now once they've opted in and bought that there's no reason why we can't upsell them cross sell them um we can do various different things once they purchase that front end product so what we recommend is like a four-step funnel so uh, an aggressive landing page with one product on it you could even bundle it by the way but just keep it with one product remove distractions step two is is your checkout where you take payment then you do a post-purchase one-click upsell. So yeah, a lot of people yeah. might be listening to this and they might have one product and they're like, well, I can't upsell anything because I've only got one product. And that's not true. You can upsell expedited shipping. You can upsell yeah. VIP membership. You can upsell expedited customer care. You yeah, can warranty, upsell... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's lots of things. You can upsell a private group. Mm-hmm. Um, you can upsell a, a forum. There's loads of things you can upsell if you don't have more than one product. Yeah. Um, I even want to do a half price product because you then want to buy it for your better half. Exactly. Um, exactly. There's, there's loads of things you can do. Um, if you just have a one-time use case for a one-time product, you can still use an upsell. So one, one click post purchase upsell. And then it's obviously like a confirmation page where you kind of summarize everything. But when you're doing paid media, you're losing money. If a, you're sending uh, traffic to a store or B you're sending people to a product page on a store because mm-hmm. people get distracted and you're not taking them through that kind of conversion principle journey that will make them buy your product. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's kind of how you get the best of both worlds. Cause that's what kind of what right. I was concerned with. I was like, okay, you know, I, I understand that the affiliate style, I mean, I'm not stupid. I've been in the, in the affiliate in market industry for, for a few years now. And I know that, um, those click down timers and all those, you know, tricks, they work and they drive numbers. But when you do build a brand, you do care yes. about making it look pretty and, and nice to the eye so yeah, yeah that's how you it's, kind it's of mix, mix it up it's, it's a mix of both and you know yeah. even on your even on your uh, sales page you can have it aggressive without making it look spammy you know the days yeah. of the kind of like flashing red banners at the top yeah. are gone but you, you can mm-hmm. still you know you might have to lose a, a percent or two of conversion rate on the on the front end but mm-hmm. you know th- th- there's th- i think we're past the days of the kind of greed and, and making um, yeah. loads of money up front and, and kind of rinse and repeating like now you've got to get into a long-term mindset yeah, yes yeah, long you, know, you might you might you might sell less in a month but you're also you're building up a brand that's a sellable asset exactly you're building up something that you can sell in the future so it's actually worth a lot more money um, it's a lot more compliant you also probably feel feel better because you're actually flipping something that's ethical and exactly. uh, you know has some long, longevity so yeah, there's definitely ways of doing it, but you know, or if any, if if anyone listens to this will take anything from this about paid media is don't send paid media to a store or a product page. Build out a dedicated direct response, aggressive sales page, and take them through a funnel. Got it, got it. And that right there was you know that's that's really good good uh, information for for all the product owners out there. So um, can you what what would you say is a good uh, case study or example that you that you're yeah. really proud of of what when a client came to landing page guys and yeah. you know, you'd fully kind of optimize their their uh, sales funnel and and did exactly what landing page guys is supposed to do do you have any brands that yeah. you Oh, mentioned. definitely. I mean, I, I can't mention the actual names, but what I can do is, is tell you through an exact case study that happened like three weeks ago. Um, and it's, a, it's basically a product. It's like an as seen on TV product. So mm-hmm. I, can, I can describe the product without saying the name. It's, it's effectively like a shelf that you mm-hmm. plug into a socket. So you imagine okay. like a, a plug that goes into a socket mm-hmm. uh, and then above there's like a plastic shelf. So basically you can then plug your phone in and rest your phone on top of the socket. 
So it's mm-hmm. like a kind of like a gimmicky, useful product, like as seen on TV now. Got this it. this mass, massive distribution company came to us um, and they basically have, um, the reason I can't share names and stuff is because of NDAs and stuff like that, but basically they, they had this product. Um, let's call it The Shelf. Now they had this product called The Shelf and they were sending traffic to their store. They had an existing store. They were sending traffic to their store and it was converting like most people um, with, with cold traffic, you know, Facebook traffic to a store convert, you know, roughly around about the one to 2%. That's typically what we see people come to us with one to 2%. Mm-hmm. Um, and instantly we, they said to us, look, you're the experts, go and do what you do. So we took full, full control. We built them out. Uh, one of those kind of straight sale, uh, aggressive funnels that I was just speaking about. So basically yeah. instead of sending to a product page or a store, we sent them to a dedicated direct response, aggressive sales page that just sold this product, but we bundled it. So yeah. we did one product, three product, five product. And obviously the, the more you bought, the cheaper it became on the front end. And then if they didn't pick the bundles, we would upsell the bundles after the purchase. Mm-hmm. Now, just just from kind of building a conversion focused, fully optimized direct response sales funnel, we, and this is not a lie, this is, and this isn't a rare case, this happens quite a lot. We took them from that one to 2%, they're now getting 8% plus conversion rates on Facebook <laughs> wow. cold traffic, which wow. is like ridiculous. Cold traffic. Yes, and these guys like, these guys spend thousands, you know, 20, 30,000 yeah. a day on media. So, you know, even that is just, it's just a ridiculous, and that's not, you know, an everyday scenario. Sometimes we'll move the needle one to 2%, which is still massive when you're doing paid media. But, you know, that's just one case study whereby they were using old methods. They thought that they you could just send traffic to their website and it would convert. And it was making the money. But, you know, just from building that aggressive funnel, we took this kind of uh, the shelf from that 2% up into 8% plus, And it was just nuts. Wow. And we're now doing, doing that for all their products. And they're seeing similar results across the board. Wow. That's amazing. Um, so I feel it seems like you guys are off to, you know, you've been around for seven years. What's, yes. what's next for landing page guys? What, what, what do you guys have up your sleeves? Sure. So yeah, seven years is, 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 um, is how long we kind of been going, but me and Andy basically ran this company, just the two of us for, for good sort of five, six of those years. Um, we, we had what's called kind of like a lifestyle business as you know, you probably know, and your listeners know what lifestyle business is. We managed everything. We were the project managers. We were the customer care. We were the sales team. We were, you know, everything, me and Andy. Um, and you know, we, we did okay. We built up a, a brand reputation, but we sat down about, um, 16, 18 months ago and said, do we want to do this for another four or five years? Or do we want to build that company that we've always envisioned? Now, me and Andy have a very similar, um, goals. Our goals are kind of aligned. We've always wanted to build that. It's quite cliche, but we've always wanted to build that kind of big office and that culture and that family. Um, and we sat down, like I said, 18 months ago and said, let's now, you know, stop what we're doing. Let's draw everything back and let's go after what we really want. Um, and that's what we've been aggressively doing for the last like one to two years and, and touch wood so far it's, it's going well. So we're building this kind of big hub here in the UK, um, nice. of all our kind of project management team, our sales team. And um, we've had two new people start this week for example, uh, um, in fact, uh, in the office and we're kind of really enjoying and, and loving building that culture and that kind of feel and, um, you know, we, we plan to, to hire many more people this year. We've got some real clear projections and some goals over the next kind of four or five years. Um, and we, we kind of, um, we struck, we, we pulled everything back and we trying, we're trying to perfect our core business, which is bespoke landing pages, designs, websites, funnels, yeah. advertorials. 
And we're kind of getting those processes in place now with the internal team because me and Andy were in the business for four or five years. So we didn't get to sit back and look at these. Now we're out of the business. We can look at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just all about now kind of perfecting that core um, focus. Now, once we've got that, we now want to move into various different spaces. For example, this year, we're going to be fully focused on um, launching a, uh, not necessarily like a course, but basically a, uh, a kind of educational side of our business, whereby if people want to actually do this for themselves, they can learn from the people who are doing it day in, day out. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we get offered like a lot of consultancy gigs whereby they ha- companies have their own designers developers. So they can't, yeah. you know, they don't want to utilize ours, but they don't know the conversion principles. They don't know yeah. how to build a funnel. Or like- yeah. Exactly. So if we can give them a, an educational platform where they can sign up, and maybe we can do kind of day consultancy as well. Um, mm-hmm. That's what we want to work on. And we also want to work on the CRO space. So mm-hmm. right now, we don't offer conversion rate optimization as an ongoing service. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something we're looking to get into very, very soon as well. So those are kind of focuses. One is, is building, keep building this internal team and culture and this kind of, uh, you know, amazing kind of co- company vibe focusing on, um, building a, a cool business. Two mm-hmm. is, um, is, is that educational side of things. And then three is the, the CRO space that we want to get into. Nice. Nice. And is your, is your office located in London or? No, we're just outside of Bristol. So we're okay. southwest uh, England. So we're probably about like an hour and a half on a train from London. I'm actually going there tonight. And we're, we're constantly like going back and forth to London, obviously, because you know, there's lots of events and meetings. Yeah. But to be yeah. honest with you, like 90 to 95% of clients are, are um, global, you know, US, yeah. Canada, Australia, um, mm-hmm. everywhere really. So yeah. And how many employees are you guys at now? So internally here, we have eight now um, in the office in the UK, but externally we have anywhere ranging between 30 and 40, depending on our, our kind of um, workflow. And that's what the UK team manage now. They, they've been brought in to manage our, our kind of whole design development stack, um, which, which is a global operation. Uh, and yeah, at the moment we're at kind of like 40 um, and we're kind of rapidly scaling with, with the more, more and more clients we bring on. Okay, nice. So, um, so, that was the meat of the the podcast episode. Now we're going to kind of move into our other segment, which is a little bit more um, light and just to end it off on a, on a more playful note. So we'll play rapid, rapid fire questions. Um, Love it. Whatever pops into your head right away, uh, just, just answer. So name of the favorite book that you've read. Um, KPI by Daniel Priestley. Favorite superhero. Ooh, I'm, gonna, I'm not a big superhero fan, but I'm going to go Batman. All right. Um, favorite summer activity? Is a barbecue at our house with plenty of Prosecco and beer pong. Uh, childhood idol? Uh, Steven Gerrard, Liverpool player. I see. Uh, dog or cat person? Dog, 100%. We have three dogs in the office and it's a madhouse. <laughs> what kind of dogs? Uh, so I have a black labrador called Dennis, who's our, our little boy. Uh, and then we have a, a new addition is a puppy. Our project manager, Alex, has a puppy called uh, Ismo, who's a sausage dog. And then nice. Andy, our co- uh, my co-founder, has a beagle cross called B. Nice. And they're in the office on the daily. Yep. Yeah, we're dog mad. If you check out our, uh, us on Facebook, you'll see plenty of pictures of the dog. And that definitely helps with what you said about office culture, having dogs. I'm a right. dog guy too. So having that definitely yeah. lightens the mood and... It's cool. So next one, um, favorite holiday destination? 
Uh, I, I, this is a trick question because I'm going to be blatantly honest here. I'm petrified of flying, so I don't fly. So we tend to stick to Europe, but I, I love a Spain. I love Spain. We just spent six weeks in Spain. And then the last two years I've done uh, six weeks each year in Italy. So I'm going to say Spain at the moment. Okay. Favorite app at the moment. Uh, today on a day, uh, where it's kind of booming, I'm going to go with Coinbase. <laughs> Coinbase. <laughs> just because the cri crypto market's going <laughs> yeah, up. For sure. But, um, Daily, yeah, I would probably say uh, Instagram. I love Instagram. Uh, your biggest fear? Flying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took my phone. <laughs> I didn't even have to ask that one. Right. Um, and last question is, what is your mantra or the quote that you live by? Uh, karma is real. I think that's one big thing that I, I live by in my real, like, not my real life, but like my offline kind of out of work life and, and my online life. Like I believe um, if you do good for people, uh, not necessarily a direct correlation and they'll you know they won't do good for you straight away but i think everything comes full circle um and yeah i, I believe fully believe in karma and helping people and they'll help you eventually in one way or another okay and um any last um i guess comments or if anybody wants to uh, sign up to landing pages or use your services yeah, sure. where do where do they go landingpages.com uh, landingpageguys.com yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, thank you so much for um, having me on the podcast. It's been a, a real pleasure and honor. And, and I had fun. This was kind of like a consulting thing for me as well. Uh, <laughs> I'll you, put my invoice in afterwards. <laughs> you might have a, you, honestly, you might have a customer after this one. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you. But um, yeah, no, and, and the kind words you said about uh, the talk in Barcelona, it was great to see you guys as always. But no, if people, you know, I'm not here to, to sell. We're here first and foremost to give value. So we give value yeah. in, our, in our Facebook group, which is landing page lab.com it's called mm -hmm. the lab we discuss conversion rate optimization tips um, in detail and how you can skyrocket your conversions but if you want to get in touch and, and know a little bit more about what we do you're absolutely right john just go to uh, landingpageguys.com and uh, we'd be happy to speak to anyone all right well thanks a lot oliver and um to all our listeners out there till next episode thank you thank you